Welcome to the Jada is our Queen podcast, where a black woman, a brown woman, and a white woman who love each other get in the room with a mic. My name is Julia. And I am Chaz. And I am Bernadette. So we're here to find pleasure in diversity and to stretch our comfort zones while staying connected at all costs. The aim is to break down privilege in a way that feels good and also use our collective privilege to champion and cheerlead inspirational women from across the globe. All right, here we are. Welcome back to Jada. How are you all doing? Chaz is good. Good, good. How are you, Chaz? I'm really, really good. I'm really happy to be on this call with you. It's been a bit of a down week. Yeah, we're contending with, you know, New World Order and COVID and, you know, who knows what else, right? <laughs> all in the all in the working week. <laughs> but we decided, um, you have to excuse my throat is really scratchy today. So, um, yeah, it's not, I'm not in, on great speaking form. Um, but we were going to talk about gratitudes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And um, obviously it's really easy to get pulled into the dark. Um and especially at the moment. And gratitude is a really interesting practice, I find, because um, you don't want to – ultimately they change your brain state and they change your state of being and they change your bio- – they're a biological hack, really. Um, but you don't want to kind of bypass, you know, what's there either. So I often find, like, look, if I'm – if I'm like really positive all the time and, you know, then I might be a bit suspicious. It's like, you know, that whole idea that when you go down into the deep dark, like you make that underworld journey and you get some rubies or some treasures, you get some kind of realization that you come back up to the top with. So like that down journey is natural for the human psyche and um, rich um but you don't want to get stuck down there right <laughs> and you know it's it's kind of it, in, in fairness it's easy to like you know it's been a, a year um of lockdown I've been very emotionally low this week um as a result of just like not knowing when I'm gonna eat outside at a restaurant again for example those simple pleasures and so at times like that I find gratitude super super useful and um what about you Chaz? you know what's your experience of of that kind of thing um well i mean you've known me quite a long time and you know that my um go-to place my natural go-to place is silver lining girl you know if i have a superpower i'm silver lining girl i can feel this, find a silver lining in every and anything however um over the last few years, I've been kind of working on doing, going on that journey, you know, letting myself have the down, the, the down moments. Um, and in order to survive, it's a bit like deep sea diving. You know, you have a connection to the surface and there's a series of signals that you need to observe so that you get to the surface safely. If oh, that's juicy. So what are those signals for you? Well, the signals for me, one of the biggest ones is this too shall pass. 
Mm. You know, if I don't, if I don't hold on to this too shall pass, pass, then I won't recognize the transient nature of the down period. Yeah. And believe me, I can have some down periods where I think, what's the point of me? What's the point of being here? You yeah. know, I can have those thoughts and I can imagine if I get stuck in those thoughts, I may not be here. Yeah. Yeah. They're powerful, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the, the transient nature and recognition of the transient nature of going into the down is um, my lifeline to the surface. Mm, that's so lovely. Recognising the transient nature of the down yeah. is my lifeline to the surface. Yeah. I think that's really beautiful. And here we are talking about the down again, though. <laughs> what are you actually grateful for? I think we both love the down quite a little bit, actually. I, I actually, I wonder if it's also quite a British um, character trait. I notice that quite often between Americans and British, and whilst obviously everybody's different, I do notice Americans, <clears throat> excuse my squeaky throat, seem to love to communicate with positivity, which is understandable and um, great. You know, they're always super excited or whatever, you know. And um, my kind of Britishness is a little bit um, out of sync with that. I'm, I'm always a bit like, yeah, are you having a laugh? Like, like really? <laughs> really super, super excited? Okay. Yeah. All right, might take me a while to get there. <laughs> well, you know, to be fair, that I've noticed that too. But and I've and I've actually lived in the states. Um, I I would say that there's a downside to all that sort of you know huge bonhomie. Mm. Um, there's definitely a downside to it because you know I would live there in the eighties, and then it was the culture of have a nice day. You know, mm. everywhere you went, and yeah. you know, but how quickly that turned nasty if you bumped into someone in the street, or if you didn't leave a big enough tip for oh your my God, waiter yeah. or waitress, you know. So, you know, that that side has a down. Uh, you know, that upness has a downness too, and it, it just kind of links back to what I was saying earlier mm. that what goes down, what goes up, must go down. Yes. <laughs> That's right. And we have to recognise that what is down can go up. Can go up as well. Yeah. Yeah, and so some of the practices, especially relationship-wise, I think if you're struggling or going through a crisis point in your relationship, um, gratitudes can really bring you back to a, I'd say, like felt sense of safety, you yeah. know? And yeah. and when, when you're in a... I mean, I've had clients who can't stand that I bang on about safety in relationship because often they come and they want, um, you know, a hotter sex life. And I'm like, well, yeah, it, it really does go hand in hand. Like if, you're, if your body isn't feeling safe, relaxed, present in relationship to, then um, there's not a lot going to really happen. Mm. You know, your body's not really going to respond very far or very deeply because it's it's held in you know, in, in its in its kind of usual trauma response, you know, it's learned behaviour. So I certainly find that gratitudes 
in my marriage can um, bring me out of a tight spot. Mm. And sometimes Sean will say gratitude, you know, I just want to punch him, you know. But it's all he's always right. Mm. Yeah, he's always mm. right. So yeah. I have been feeling very grateful this week for the, the renewed spring energy. I've been feeling grateful to be living in Switzerland, although I know that rubs the salt in the wound to some people of my friends in the UK right now. But one of the things that's really amazing about Switzerland is um, – it doesn't rain that much in the winter. And that's been really curious because it's like it gets really cold. And, you know, you can, it's got down to minus several degrees and like bone chilling cold. Mm. Um, but it's very still. There's not a huge amount of uh, wind. Like the, some of the autumn leaves are still on the trees, you know, because they haven't been blown off. And we kind of recall living on Dartmoor and just like, the howling wind and the horizontal rain and the chill, <laughs> even though it's not below freezing, it feels a lot harder to um, navigate. You know, it's mm. like, it's a lot, it's a bit more brutal and a bit like you have to fight your way through the season. And it's been quite a revelation to not yeah. have to do that um, this time, you know, so I've been feeling very grateful for that yeah. amongst other things. Amongst, I mean, I remember in my very early 40s, I went into a, a very deep depression. I remember you uh, talking to me about it. Yeah. And, you know, and I had to have medication to help me at that point. Yeah. And even with the medication, I found it hard to leave the house. Yeah. Um, Were you them. anxious or just, like, didn't see the point? I didn't see the point. Mm. I didn't see the point. And, you know, the collapse into that was... Gradual, I realise now with the distance of time looking back. Yeah. But, you know, at the time it was really frightening because the collapse happened just one day when I was in the street. Oh. I literally just collapsed in the street. Yeah. And if it hadn't been for the help of an, a wonderful woman who put me in a taxi and sent me home and paid for the taxi because oh. I was in no state and I entered my flat not to leave it again for just over 12 months. Wow. Um, and, you know, but it was definitely gratitude. You know, I found, I realised that I'm very capable of an extremely deep depression. Yeah. You know, I might even venture to say um, suicidal at times. Yeah. I'm quite capable of that. Yeah. And that has made me grateful for my so my my superpower, silver lining girl. Right. You know, because oh. her power, her, you know, silver lining girl has been denigrated sometimes when I've been in self-help groups or on self-help courses, you know, mm. people have kind of gone, look, throw her aside and get into the down, you know, mm. and I've really, really, really resisted it because having been in such a deep, dark place, I recognize now, when I'm getting to the gateway of that. Yes. Yes, I, I I completely agree with you. And I think if someone suffers or has a tendency to depression, and particularly it's like a switch goes in the brain, right? I mm. mean, it's um, 
it's it's biochemical as well and i don't think you can fuck around with that no, no. <laughs> you know but sorry did you want to say something no no go for yeah. it i do think i kind of understand what they're saying um but i've done quite a lot of i'm not a somatic experiencing therapist although i'm strongly considering training actually to be one but i've done a lot of somatic work and i'm um continuing to do that at the moment um working with um Irene and Seth Lyon in particular in Vancouver and um i absolutely love their their tack on this i mean they're where i learned most of my nervous system education really but their idea around this is like small it's also the same i've heard this from Rachel Maddox another coach who works with trauma the small doable steps mm. so you go in and Diane Paul Heller as well i'm working with her as well i mean you know earning all this money coaching and then just spending it on on other coaches this, this is how it happens you know but um they talk about coming in and feeling and then being able to move between that down and the somatic experience of that and mm. pleasure and back again. And perhaps this is where gratitudes play a part. It's like, okay, if I'm stuck in the down, if that switch has flipped and I don't want to get out of bed and I'm having suicidal thoughts, and frankly, this is a lot of us. This isn't just you. That, you know, mm. you remember that workshop we were on once where um, there was like 100, 150 people in the room and they said everybody who's – tried to kill themselves to get on the stage and it was over half the room yeah and i was shocked and i remember you saying to me at least another quarter of the room is lying yeah, yeah. you know like actually it's even more than that yeah. so i just want to say like how normal that is right how normal it is for people to feel that way in which case then the gratitude could be a useful strategy to you know kind of playing in gently and out because when you're really down there you don't give a fuck about gratitudes i mean really it's like how can i how can i even put one foot in front of another let no let alone be grateful for the the breath i'm drawing you know mm -hmm. but in terms of going into the down and kind of feeling because surely that level of depression is just a way it's just another type of shutdown chaz yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I was, so, I mean, yeah, sorry, go ahead, my darling. So, so just to finish, so perhaps what those people were pertaining to was there needs to be another way of going, like, like you don't want to go from suicidal depression to silver lining girl. You want to be able to calibrate a little bit in the middle so you can mm. touch in. I mean, how does that sound? Well, that is what I understood in the end. Yeah. Um, you know, it probably was the way that they couched it. So I felt like once again, there's a part of me that's quintessentially me that, you know, people who are qualified and who I've paid are, is telling me is bad. And mm. that's that I think that was what created the polarity there. But right. the way that you're explaining it, um, certainly resonates and makes a lot of sense to me. I remember teaching a workshop couple of years ago I got invited to um, a really fantastic building um, that's right by Westminster Cathedral and um, it's a church building it's a religious building um, but it's founded for 
you know, philosophy and history and, you know, they have really good speakers there. And anyway, I got invited to do a workshop there. And it turned out that most of the people in the workshop came from various 12-step programs and they were struggling with um, the writing side of the 12 steps. So 12 steps is the 12 steps of writing that you do, for those who don't know. Um, And you answer a, a series of questions that delve back into your childhood, you know, and this is just trying to dig out that blackhead that just keeps popping up. Got That's it. what it's designed to do. But most people are not used to writing. They're not used to, um, you know, saying gratitudes. They're not used to small incremental steps because let's put it this way our whole um media is set up for big giant leaps you know a breakout star you know yeah. this person has come from nowhere you know it a rapid show transformation rapid. yes yeah. absolutely and that yeah. is that is actually not the norm no so it's trying to teach people what the norm is and then have gratitude and that's how you know that's a little portal through which gratitude can come and so you know in the workshop I discovered that a lot of people found it impossible to sit down and get on with the step work Mm -hmm. and I said to them okay go down to the end of the room grab a pen grab a pad come back and I put on some soothing music and I gave them I just picked a random question from step one a random question, and I said, okay, and I dictated this question, so they all had to answer the same question, and I said, I'm going to put the timer on for 15 minutes. Start writing now. Mm. And then at the end of the exercise, I asked uh, two or three people to read out what they'd written. The biggest shock for everybody in the room was how much they could get done in a really small space of time because their psyche in in line with the big leap the breakout star was just thinking well if I can't sit down and write pages and pages or I can't sit down and write for an hour then I've failed but what I was trying to say is if you write for five minutes ten minutes two minutes 15 minutes You know, you commit to a really small amount of time and you do that every day. Um, And, you know, just to finish off, I did go to another one of those where a a speaker came from the States. He was rather marvellous. And um, somebody said to him, how long did it take you to write your books? And he said, 20 minutes a day. Oh, isn't that lovely? (laughs) Isn't that lovely? I think you're speaking about the space in between. So it's like, there's the silver lining girl, there's the depressed girl, you know, Mm. and then in between, which is the place of power, is the practice. Yes. And the practice is what will take us in slowly, chunk by chunk by chunk of the down metabolizing Mm. it and what's so great about writing of course is you turn it into something Mm. so you kind of glean the jewels and you um if you i'm thinking of you with your stories you know you it it becomes something yeah so yeah and and in that kind of space in between gratitudes can be extremely useful for kind of keeping you afloat really Mm. 
you know? And yeah. I always say that to clients. It's, it's actually the hardest thing is keeping the clients on the straight and narrow with practices. Yeah. And, and you know, people, people like different approaches. Some people like me to be quite harsh with them. Uh, this might surprise you, but I'm actually quite a gentle, gentle, you know, I don't like pushing people. Um, but And some people, you know, just want to know that there's another person out there holding them accountable to it. Mm. Uh, how, um, go for it. Well, I was just going to ask you, you know, what your experience, do you write your gratitudes then? Like for our listeners, like how would you go about doing your gratitudes? Well, I remember when I came out of that depression in my 40s, early 40s, um, a friend threatened to not get married unless I attended her wedding. Yeah. And I had been ignoring her calls and her and the invitation that came. I'd been ignoring it, not because I didn't love her, but just because mm. I couldn't even bring myself to reply. Yeah. Um, and in the end, bless her, she sent a car for me and she paid for the car to wait mm. so that I could go home at any time that I felt overwhelmed. Oh, Bless her for that. That's so um, that's so sensitive and tuned in, and kind. And she yeah. always has been this gentle, kind person. Yeah. Um, and so after that, I talked to my sister. My sister is a nurse. She's worked in all kinds of branches of nursing, hmm. and she lives in Canada. Um, and I had a long chat with my sister about the depression and that I'd actually managed to go to this wedding and it had brought up the question in my mind, what else can I do? And mm. if I can do something else, how can I sustain it? Yeah. And she sent me a leather bound blank book and she said to me, write 10 gratitudes in there every day. <gasps> oh my God, that's so powerful. Which is amazing. Yeah. Um, now, I just want to say for anyone who might be scoffing at the idea of gratitude is that I found it really hard to come up with three at gratitudes a day. Wow. Simply because my mind was tuned to the quantum leap. Yeah. My mind was not tuned to the pigeon steps. Yeah. And so... You know, unless something brilliant happened in that yeah. day, I found yeah. it hard to see where I could be grateful. Wow. Um, but, you know, it's quite good. I still have that book. And, you know, it, it's it's quite funny to look in it because, you know, page one, I've got one gratitude. Page two is blank. Page three is blank. Page four, I've got two gratitudes. But it wow. gradually builds up to the end of the book. I'm not only writing ten that could fit on the page. I'm writing up the sides in the margins and the, you know, in the bits of the, the header and the footer of the, you know, of the page, you know, because wow. I kind of broke down smaller and smaller and smaller, yeah. the things that I could be grateful for. Yeah. And, you know, weird that doing that smaller and smaller, smaller created a bigger and bigger and bigger connection. Yes. Yes. Incredible. Incredible. Well, um, I love hearing the power of the gratitudes there. That really is awesome. Like they, you basically transformed your physiology. Yes, yeah. definitely, definitely. Yeah. It's incredible. So um, we're coming towards the end of the session, and I just wonder, should we share some 
gratitudes now or Matt, there's one other thing I'd like to drop in actually if that's okay I'll do it really quickly um which is that sometimes in my family like my near family my son and my husband you know we're just in a vortex of stress pain and kind of interrelational hatred <laughs> like any other (laughs) nuclear family out there you know it's like there it is just panning out and um so we'll be bickering or kind of shouting at each other and i just they hate me for it but i often say okay gratitudes now and we'll Mm. all do a round of gratitudes and we'll go around and within 10 minutes we completely we're in a completely different relational space we're back to enjoying the day Right, right there. there, right Isn't there. that amazing? You know, it is so absolutely amazing. It you is know, really right a phenomenal there, gift. Yeah. You bring it back to love. You know, bring right it back there. to love. And the yeah. thing is, is that we still have to shine the spotlight onto the places where um, we're not fully loving one another, or we could do better for one another. It's like we don't get away with it, but we stop ourselves descending. And I think. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying is you can stop yourself descending and what you're saying is you can actually even get out of a massive descent. Um, and so let's end by sharing two or three gratitudes each for our listeners to see. Okay. And, and I'm just going to invite them to tune into how it makes them feel to hear yeah. us speak these. Okay. You want to go first? Yeah, I'm going to share three gratitudes that has instantly sprung to mind. Um, the sky is totally clear and blue and the grass is really, really green. And I absolutely love and I'm grateful for the colour combination of blue and green. It really mm-hmm. makes me feel peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, I am grateful that I could swing my legs out of bed today and put mm-hmm. my feet on the ground and go about my business my business today was coming on this podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, so, I mean, I'm very grateful for my physical ableness. Yeah. And um, lastly, it's not last, but I'm going to make it last. For, for this, this session. For this, yeah. for this session. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm very grateful to the friend that I'm in a bubble with. Mm. You know, we have known each other since we were teenagers and the mm. buoyancy of our friendship is something that I'm really grateful for. Oh yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, well, I'll do mine. I am grateful for the fact that, I, and this is always, I'm subliminally communicating to you. I'm on 5% charge and I realized I stupidly have not plugged in my computer, but I'm going to make it through to the end of this episode. I'm hugely grateful for that in spite of my technical um, idiocy there. Um, I am really grateful to my dog, who's the other female in the house. And sometimes she is just sensitive, um, so sensitive and gentle um, in 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 just the way that I only really know other women to be. Now, that may well sound incredibly um, gender typical, but I don't care because right now it's true. She's a feminine being and I relate. (laughs) And um, thirdly, I am grateful for um, the opportunity to live in Switzerland and um, enjoy 
Yeah, learn. Actually, what I'm really grateful for learning German, as you will know by my Facebook post yesterday, where I I I um, told everybody that I had learned how to say a long fat snake, which is die lange dicke Schlange. <laughs> no clue as to where I might ever need to say die lange, dicke, schlange. Um, the fact that I could say that is quite amazing to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I for one am grateful mm. for that we are ending on a laugh. Yes, me too. <laughs> Thanks for that, Chaz, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.